Well, hey, welcome to Outside Stuff Podcast. Uh, this is your host here, uh, Stephen, and then there's Nate, and then there's Cody. And, you know, and y'all go ahead and say hi. How the hell are y'all boys? What's boys and girls or whoever's listening to this to this uh, extravaganza we're about to go through. What's going on, everybody? This is Cody Cannon. You see me around in various videos saying, Various things, various porno, some various pornos. <laughs> That's why I go under the name of Honcho. <laughs> My Concho. <laughs> well, hell, man. So we got old Cody Cannon on the line today because, as you noticed just the other night at a hometown football game. Just kidding. Um, he killed himself. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful buck up there at, in uh, Nebo, Kentucky, at the Double D Ranch. Yes, sir. So we wanted to bring you on here because we wanted to hear the ins and outs of this bad boy because I'm sure there's more to it than what we see on social media. So, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, let's see, how do I start this? Um, start us, start, start us from day one. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna do. So we yeah, tell us about when your mom and your dad had sex with each other. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, that happened, and they created a legend. <laughs> <laughs> a legend killing legend. It's hard that. to disagree with that. <laughs> it it really is. He's such a legend. <laughs> well, anyways, let's see. Um, so me and a buddy of mine, Nathan Fry, we um couple weeks ago actually he's he's pretty good friends with the ranch owner um david and uh he's got he was doing some stuff to he's got to work on some some stuff i don't know he just weird shit anyway he had to go up there and help this guy out fix some things or whatever and he said hey why don't you and your buddy cody just come up and hunt a couple days since you're driving all the way up here so he calls me up asked me if i want to go and that's 100 percent of the time going to be a hard hell yes that's right <laughs> anyway come on so we left out of there out of here last Tuesday morning. Um, anyways, we was going to head home Sunday morning. Um, got there, got all set up, and really didn't know where we were going to hunt yet. We were just going to kind of pop around, look at a few cameras, see what was going on. And uh, a week before we got there, the deer movement was on point. I mean, they was out daytime all day long, morning and evenings. I mean, they were just out there. Um, yeah, because wasn't it a week? Wasn't it a week prior that uh, Dan Stanridge was out there when he shot his buck? Yeah, yeah, that was the, so the uh, the season opened there on the fifth, I believe. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, I think day, it was September fifth. But um, anyway, so he was there the weekend prior. That was actually open day, opening day, and I think he killed his. The, he killed his Sunday evening. Yeah, Sunday evening. Same night you killed. I think it would be the same night you killed your. No, no, it ain't. Yeah, I could. No, he wasn't up there. He didn't leave until the next day. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Anyway, so um, so we got there, got all set up, decided where we was gonna set, and the deer movement had just shut down from we when we got there. Um, talking to some guys, they say when they lose their start losing their velvet, they kind of start breaking out of their bachelor groups. Deer kind of go nocturnal, you know, just the same story. So we get there. Setting morning and evenings, morning and evenings, and you know the first couple sits, I think I saw like maybe five deer, a couple small bucks, a couple does, nothing crazy. So, anyways, you know, starting to get discouraged. 
because deer movement's not really that great. Naturally. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, we had this, this was actually the, the buck that I killed was the only buck that was on camera still coming during daylight hours. And I mean, it was like seven o'clock, get started there at seven thirty. This was like, he'd show up seven o'clock, seven fifteen. you know, just that last light is when he was coming through. But he was always he was always playing like musical chairs with you, right? If you was at this stand, he'd come to that stand, and then if you was at that stand, he'd come to this stand. Well, the only stand he was coming to, and um, when I got there, I think this was Wednesday, we went out there and said, you know what, let's go check the corn at this stand. David was, which is the ranch owner. We went out and put some corn out. He was like, all right, well, if y'all want to, I'll, I would give this place a break. Since we came out here and made all this ruckus, y'all sit somewhere else tonight, and I'd come start sitting here tomorrow. Well, just imagine that. About 7 o'clock, Nathan Fry messages me a picture of this buck, and he's at that stand at 7 o'clock. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You see Cody running across the field like like Tom Hanks. I would have straight up been going. I want to go home now. I would have straight up went stalk mode into that stand if I wouldn't have been about an hour from that place. I just felt like running. Running. That's right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, that's right. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. But uh, still nothing. All right, okay, go on with your story. I'm trying to think of some Forrest Forrest Gump puns, and they're just not coming to mind right now. You caught me off guard here. I love you, Jenny. I may not be a very smart man, but I do know what love is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Mama used to hit me with a rubber hose, call me a retard. I mean, that's not part of it. Uh, sorry. Your mama sure does care about your raising, boy. <laughs> Jesus. Stand by, everybody. Stand where's by. This, where's this going? Hey, that's please, please take a sip of your beer. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's get back on topic here. So, anyways, so so deer shows up at seven. Yeah, and this is Wednesday evening. So Thursday evening, ghosts sit there. I'm, I'm sitting in the mornings too at a different spot though, given you know trying to stay out of there as much as I can because it's coming in the evening. So I'm not even hunting there in the mornings just to keep it cool. So hunting the mornings and the evenings. Thursday, nothing. You know, small bug, maybe a doe or two. Um, roll around Friday. Sm- you know, same story. Small bug, maybe a doe or two. Saturday, which is our last day to hunt. Um, set Saturday morning. I think I saw like two does, you know, nothing crazy. And then Saturday evening, we get in there early because it's actually, it's been raining earlier that day. Um, it's a pretty overcast. So me and my buddies thinking, oh, yeah, the deer's going to be on their feet. They're going to be on the hoof. They're going to be moving. Let's get in there early, set, and just slay anything. Because we thought the deer was going to be moving. Well, here it is. About 7 o'clock, I'm like, all right, prime time. He's going to show up. In- well, 17, nothing. 720, nothing. It's getting thin. I'm texting my buddy Fry because neither one of us is even saw a deer. So we're like, well, you know, good trip. We're going back up and with a big group, which Nathan will be with us in uh, November. So we're like, oh, you know, well, good trip. We've still got the hunt done. You know, no big deal. It'll happen next time. So I think at about 
727, um, a turkey just meandered out in front of me, milling around. I text my buddy Fry. I'm like, well, there's a turkey in front of me. That's about all I saw. And he, you know, at 728, he messaged me back, ha ha, whatever. And uh, at that time, I looked to my left. And um, I got an HHA sight, and it's got a little sleeve over the filament that can pull back to lighten up the pin. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna, let me see if I can lighten it up, if I can see, still even see my pin if I got shooting light. Shout out to HHA. Oh, yeah. Best sights in the business. And um, so I look at my pin. I'm like, okay, I got it. We're getting out of stand at 730 because it's pretty much dark. You can't shoot. This is 728. I look at my pin. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can still shoot for like maybe a minute, two minutes. I look back straight, like I'm, I'm slowly moving back straight, and out of my peripheral vision, I see something, look down, and this buck is literally five yards from my stand, staring <laughs> straight at me. Hey, Cody, so let's just, let's give the viewers and listeners just a paint a visual picture of this deer yeah, now. I, so I was about to just go into that. So this deer is five yards from my stand, staring straight at me. So I can better, you know, like you said, paint a picture so y'all can understand why he showed up like that without me seeing him. So the, he came in the same trail I walked on, which would be to my right if I was sitting in the stand. And if you come in that way, there's limbs and everything. You, can't, you don't see anything until it's right on top of you. And previous to that, all my other sets, I had seen no deer come in from that direction. In front of me, I got... Uh, probably a 50-yard lane bush hogged out, and it's all it's all real thick stuff. So all you got to shoot through is this stuff where the owner had bush hogged lanes out for you. So I got a 50-yard lane in front of me. There's probably a 50 by 50 clear spot with some corn in it, and then probably a 100-yard shooting lane, 45 out from me to my left. And that's pretty much every deer except for him crossed right there to my left in that shooting lane and they walked up there and milled around open spot ate some corn then went off in their bedding area because all out in front of me is this hellaciously and when i say hellacious i mean head high wait a minute bushes for those who don't know what those are those are briars some <laughs> yeah. of them are wait a minute bushes because wait, they are wait a bad. minute wait a minute bushes <laughs> hold on do i really was he really that big is this worth it <laughs> really? Oh, oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, it was bad. I'm not gonna lie. So it's all thick out front of me, other than my shooting lanes. I don't see anything to my right, and it just so happens this is the direction he came in, and he's staring right at me, five yards from the stand. So immediate thoughts: Well, I just screwed this up. This buck's about to tail it out of here, and that's gonna be the end of this hunt. But for some reason, you know, he did all head up, head down, head up, head down. I think it was so dark. I had all my, you know, covered up, face painted, you know, face mask, gloves, the whole nine yards. I think he was just like, what is that up there moving around in that tree? I can't tell. It's just, I don't know. So he kind of started to trot off. And as he started to trot, I, you know, pretty quick grabbed my bow and I was getting ready to stand up and make it old neat shot. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good meat. I yeah. love meeping them. Oh, dude. I was going to give him the loudest meat of all time. Not like I gave that bobcat, Nathan. <laughs> he said, meh. <laughs> 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 Not like that one out there I killed that four point in Steen Hatchie Springs with it. 
You heard that meh echo for like 300 yards. Like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never meeped a deer at 180 yards, but I did that day. <laughs> hey! Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> what's that? What's that story? It was, uh, your dad said he was hunting a tree stand and he had a deer come in from real far away one time and he yelled, hey. And then he could hear like Norm from like hundreds of yards away go, what? <laughs> Not, nothing. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you hear Norm. Oh, all right. <laughs> then I'm just... coming down. <laughs> kind of like me and Nate in Virginia. All I hear is, kaboom. Hey, buddy, you're going to have that when you shoot your biggest buck. You know, <laughs> yeah, me too, when I shot that three-point. <laughs> hey, you're going to have it, man. You're going to have it. You're going to have it. But, so anyways, so this deer, he um, he kind of trotted off, and I real quick grabbed my bow, got my release on, and got back straight, ready to stand up. But he had stopped. I had a limb coming out of the tree I was sitting on that was pretty thick in brush still. He had stopped behind it. And I'm like, okay, well, what's he doing? He stepped out in the clear spot. And um, just to paint a picture of how dark it was, I could not tell if this deer was looking my way or looking away from me. All I could tell was he was broad shot, broadside about 15 yards from me, and I had a clear shot. So sitting down, drew back. As soon as I got the bow, drew back. I was like, oh, yeah, buddy. Today's your last day. Like that old Nickelback song. Yesterday it was your last day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, this is how you remind me of what I really am. To all the haters out there, Nickelback, I don't, why? Yeah, why do you hate Nickelback, dude? dude I will, I will dick stomp anybody that wants to hate on Nickelback or Creed right now. Oh, yeah, dude, dude. I will stomp your dick out, dude. Yeah, don't even come at me with none of that negativity. Yeah, dude, look dude, at this. Don't even. Yeah, don't even think about it. Like, <laughs> don't even think about it because if you do, I'm sending terrible fucking wishes your way. Don't look, dude. If I, I don't even want those people to look me in the eye. Yeah, dude. If I had a nickel for every time I defended Nickelback or Creed, I'd have almost ten dollars. That's how many times I've. That's done a it. lot of nickels. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot. and that shows you how many times I've done it. That's like twenty nickels times five. <laughs> or Hold ten. On, or by, or ten. By. What is that? What's that math there? It's five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, Regret, regardless, Dixie that's a lot of damn pop knots on someone's forehead. <laughs> Dixie County High School taught me some shit, boys. <laughs> I can't believe I just got stumped with the nickel math. <laughs> that's you gonna have it. Uh-huh. Shit. All right, hold on. So you you tell them this is your last day, and all you think about is Nickelback. Roger, go yeah. ahead. Okay. So, boom, draw back on this deer. He's 15 yards broadside. I see his silhouette. I get it in what I believe is the right spot. Send it. Boom. Nails him. See that luminot just hit him. Center mass. Bang. Basically center punched his ass. Yes. And, um, you know, he made a little circle out in the clear spot. And then, lo and behold, of course, he runs out in the thickest shit known to man. <laughs> he had high weight a minute. And, uh, <laughs> 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 yes. 
So I'm like, immediately, I don't even think about that off the gate. I just thought, like, sit down, because this is the biggest fuck of my life. I mean, this thing looks like, you know, I could throw a saddle on him and ride him to town for groceries because oh, yeah. he's gigantic. And oh, yeah. the, by far the biggest deer I've ever seen, by 100 pounds probably. So I sit down for 30 seconds, and, you know, I gather my, like, I just gather my thoughts. Holy, holy crap, this just happened. I just, I just smoked this deer. This is, you know, just crazy. And um, let's see. And then I call Nathan Fry, tell him, you know, I can probably talk at this point. I'm, oh, 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 I shot him. You know, just sheer excitement. Call him. Call my mom and dad. Tell them. Call Nathan. Call, you know, call you. Call everybody. And I'm just losing it at this point because the excitement, the first question everybody asked me, bro, I bet the leaves were shaking on that tree when you shot that deer. I bet you were so nervous. And honestly, it happened so quick. I didn't even get nervous until after I shot the deer. Well, no, a lot of people say that's what happens. Yeah. They, they get that laser focus right when they shoot because it happens so quick. You don't have a chance to be nervous. Oh, and then. Yeah. When you get that, uh, whenever that goes away, is when this the second guessing yourself yep. is what seeps in there immediately. Is like, oh shit! Oh, I, yeah. I probably I don't know if I did a good shot on that or not. Well, I mean, if I uh, watch this buck come in from like two hundred yards and he milled around, and I watched him for an hour before I got a shot, oh yeah, I'd have been nervous as hell. But honestly. I couldn't even see how long his times were. All I seen was his, how heavy he was, how wide he was. I knew it was the buck. And like I said, I, I saw this buck for probably 30 seconds before I got the shot. So it was just like, yeah. boom, there he is. I need to shoot this deer right now because it's getting so dark. If I don't do it right now, it's not going to happen. And then once it happened and I knew I smoked him, I was like, oh, man, this is the greatest feeling alive. So, <laughs> you know, call Nathan, um, David, the landowner. He, um, they come, he goes and picks Nathan up, comes and gets me on the side by side. By this point, I'm getting down, I'm looking at my own good dark red blood. I'm like, oh yeah, baby, this deer is right out there dead. We're going to find him no problem. Oh man, little did I know. Yeah, little did <laughs> you know. Now, let me tell you something. All right, we'll break this down. So I uh, know you're out there, but you know. If I ain't hearing from you, then obviously ain't shit going on. Mm-hmm. I just happened to – I think I was watching a lightning game. Yep. And uh, go Bolts, hashtag go Bolts. And um, Stanley Cup, here we come. The, I, was, I, I put it on my phone and just scrolled through it, and there it was. You had sent a picture of like an arrow or something that said Big Buck Down or you know something like that. So oh, yeah. I immediately FaceTimed you, was like – Bro, and you're like, dude, I got him. You know, this and that. And you're like, we're about to wait for them to get here. I'm about to go blood trail, da, da, da. While I'm talking to you, Nate calls me. He's And then I, I obviously ignore it. And then uh, I call him back. He's it. like, hey, man, I don't know who you're on the phone with, but Doing a little podcast. Cody, just shot a, Cody just shot a big buck, this and that. I was like, so I sat there and waited. I stayed up until damn near 1145 <laughs> at night before I finally got truck? the, uh, the hey, I didn't. We're, we're backing out or whatever. Yeah. Well, dude, I, like I said, when I initially shot him, money in the prison. felt good. The arrow looked good. I was just, I knew I'd smoke this deer. So mm. they get there. We start blood trailing. Go. Good, good red blood. Good red blood. Heard that, buddy. And um, what's going on right now? Yeah. Hey, Nate, are you on the phone? Do what, buddy? Are you talking to somebody? 
Yep, someone pulled up. Trying oh, to do a podcast here. Yeah, we're trying to do a podcast. All I hear is y'all talking, damn it. Bro, I'm about to, I'm about to start singing Houses Made in Circle <laughs> through this phone. Sam, son, I'm about to come from Georgia on your ass. Yeah. I drove all the way home with my fist out the window from Kentucky. You want one? <laughs> Who? You did that. You left that. You left that in Atlanta. I, I I'm not even gonna respond to him because I don't know who he's talking to. I don't either. Me um, or some random person on fucking motorcycle. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, talking to you. Sorry, my story's not cool. No, I, I'm talking. I'm talking to you. Y'all was out there. What was you making? Uh, was it crow calls or owl calls in, it, in the middle of Atlanta? Oh, okay. Yeah, we was doing we was doing coyote calls in Atlanta. <laughs> Distress. Yeah, you're gonna have that. But anyways, all right. So I'll get back to my story now. So think let's do this conversation. Shit. <laughs> Nate, just drop your damn phone on the four wheeler and walk towards that guy's window for Christ's sakes. <laughs> so anyways, back to it. So we're blood trailing this deer. Um we get out, we get to the thick stuff where he went in. Probably every ten yards we're finding this big globs of red blood where he's like he's ran, he stopped for a second. He ran, he stopped for a second. Um, probably fifty, sixty yards into this real thick stuff, it just kind of shuts off we find two last spots about five yards apart of big spots of blood and nothing after that and we know we stayed for about 30 more minutes done some circles everything and you know i got to thinking about it maybe my shot was a little back i don't know it was real dark all i seen was a silhouette maybe i didn't make such a good shot like i thought so uh finally we decided to just back out we marked that spot we backed out. We had a good general idea of what direction he came or he was running. So, so you know, let's back out. We'll come back in the morning. Um, needless to say, heart nervous. Dude, I've never been so scared in my life. I was ready to throw up all over the place. <laughs> you know, it was so, so bad. So bad. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so bad. And uh, to top it all off, Nathan Fry was just making fun of me the whole time. and. Um, I was about to spin back fist him. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all back out and then go back in the next what? morning. Next morning, did you sleep at all? Um, so this it's actually funny because I slept probably four hours, four or five hours, and within that four or five hours, I think I swear I probably had three or four dreams that we found this buck, and it was all in different random places that was not Kentucky. it was just random places that i was looking for this deer and we found it yeah so i wake up the next morning get a shower real quick we call nathan calls david up he's on the way up there i look at nathan i said bro we're about to go find this deer i had like three dreams last night that we found it he was like bro i did too let's go get this thing damn so i was like hell yeah (laughs) so we go out to this farm it's about 30 minutes away from the cabin um the guy that owns the place is a farmer, and I mean this guy—he's—he's a—he's awesome. He's a—he's—he's—he's he's, he's just funny and cool to be around. He's like, you know what? You guys take the side by side. I'm gonna get on this tractor. His tractor's like a 200 horse Challenger cat on tracks. That's like yeah. 10 foot off the ground. He's like, I'm just gonna drive through there and see if I can find him. I'm like, well, hell yeah, we about to find this thing. I ain't never had this luxury. You know what's <laughs> funny though is like, I wonder if he would have ran that deer over. Dude, so we said the same thing. I was like, bro, if he runs that deer over, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. And Nathan's like, oh, but the taxidermist can fix it. I'm like, yeah, I'll get, I have to take him in a completely exploded deer with antlers everywhere in my hands, like a 
puzzle and say, please make this something. Please make this work. <laughs> yeah. This is the biggest book of my life, and it's in a thousand pieces. <laughs> <laughs> please, God. But So me and Nathan go out there, and um, we get on the side-by-side, go out there to where we last found blood, just, I mean, just plowing through this thick shit, and um, get there, and he's like, you know what, I'll get in the back. And I'll stand up and you just drive around. And this is a perfect example of why this works. And if anybody's listening and is having trouble finding the deer, technology is great. Hell yeah. Pulled up my maps on my phone, looked at what direction he ran. I said, you know what? I'm going to just zigzag back and forth through here in what general direction I think he ran. And I think it was maybe five minutes. Nathan Fry. Oh, shit, there he is. <laughs> I just saw this big, beautiful white belly, the biggest beautiful white belly I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and uh, and uh, anyways, ran over there to him, and sure enough, he was way bigger than what I thought, and we uh, we, gave her, we gave her a lot of yaga lays, to say the least. Uh, I know. I've seen the video. If you haven't seen the video, uh, you're probably going to see it here soon once we release the video, but it uh. It's pretty sweet, the uh, oh, finding of the deer in the hold on, wait a minute bushes or whatever Cody called them there. Wait a minute, head high, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I actually and you can see that deer went down hard too because when you pulled him up, like he was caught in all sorts of roots and dirt and all sorts of – like he went down hard on that oh, right yeah. side and just dug in. Oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah. He was probably down there dirt twerking for a little bit. Well, and my buddies, I pick him up, and I'm like, ah, oh. and then I put my hands on him. I'm like, this ain't no Florida deer. This thing weighs 250 pounds, and I'm trying to yank him out of this this thick stuff, and it's not working out for me. And I'm so excited. We're hooting. <laughs> I'm about to pass out to get the damn deer out of the thick stuff. Nate, you good? Yeah, we're good, bud. You're just coughing, and things are happening with you, and you good? We are great over here, bud. All right. All right, it just sound sounds sketchy for a second. All right, but no, dude, we're all happy for you. I mean, that's a it's a badass deer. Oh yeah. I mean, and I know just like with anything, you probably get your hands on it, and one or two things happen. You go, oh well, he wasn't that big, or holy shit, he was bigger than I thought. Oh, dude, this deer was so much more massive than both of us thought. Just Nathan was seeing pictures, and he was like, "You want to hunt this deer?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll hunt this deer." And then we get him, and everybody's like, holy cow, pictures did not do this bug justice. I mean, this thing scored 150 inches. Pictures, they were yeah. like, oh, he'll score mid-130s, 130, mid-130s. Not the case at all. Now, how long do you have to wait to get him actually, like, Pope and Young since you shot him with the bow and get him, like, so, scored? So that was a green score. Um, they typically say 60 days is a drying period, and they'll lose a couple inches. Um and then, you know, once once I get him back from the taxidermist, um, and I had to leave him in Kentucky just because of CW, you can't tra- travel across state lines brain, with the brain matter still intact, blah, blah, whatever. Um, so when I get him back in February, I'll be able to take him and get him. Pope and Young actually scored and uh, see what he comes out. And I'm thinking he'll still be in the 140 somewhere. Oh, that's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. It's great. That's sweet as fuck. It's great, dude. I love it. I, dude, I was, I've never been so excited in my life, and that's a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and you have a kid. Well, it's, and see, and people, <laughs> like, you know, people are like, that's, that's bad to say. I'm like, look, if you don't have a kid, let me just let me enlighten you. When you have a kid, 
it's excitement, it's nervousness. You're you're nervous as hell because you don't want nothing to be wrong with the kid. You don't mean nothing wrong with the mother. It's just a, a whole plethora of emotions coming over you all at once. When you see a gigantic buck laying on the ground, the biggest buck of your life that you just shot, that you've been hunting for, you know, 20 years to see something like this, and he's laying on the ground right in front of you, it's nothing but just sheer excitement. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, just get your dick out. Oh, yeah, you know dude. I mean? It's funny because the uh, a guy that we met up there last year, his name's Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. He's awesome. He's an older guy. Jeff, my name is Jeff. And uh, he, uh, anyway, he talked some, uh, he, he eavesdropped on a couple of our conversations last year and heard heard a few things that, you know, <laughs> might have been explicit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he called me to fire. He said, oh, man, I can see Cody now. I bet he was just hooting and hollering and flopping his cock out everywhere. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, dude i ain't gonna lie i would have been doing that thing. <laughs> i was like what well, they end up uh what year how old did they end up saying that buck was like five and a half um, six they, years they old said at least five and a half um i i personally think he's a little bit older than that just looking at the color of his hide and you know i i, w- I would say he's at you know at least like you said five and a half probably six years old maybe maybe yeah. older than that honestly yeah we're all new. If, for everybody that doesn't know, we're all pretty much new to this deer age and this deer scoring type shit because we're from down here in Florida, where a, seeing a deer that's older than two years old is pretty rare. Yeah, if you see a three year old, you're like, holy yeah. shit, Bobby! That's a damn sure shooter, son. Unless <laughs> you see that six year old spike horn, and you're like, mm, it looks like it's let's got put hit, him down. Got, like it looks like it got hit by a school bus every year for the last five years. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's still kicking at five and a half inches, so you can't kill him. Look at, look at that <laughs> damn spot, Billy. He'd score 35. Oh, he's been a button buck for four years straight. I'm glad he put four inches on. He's got a scar from both shoulders back to his asshole. <laughs> just has a, he just carries around raccoons his all tail, day, every day. His tail does a 90. Man, looks like more like Scarface or Freddy Krueger of deer. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a, a fucking wild donkey. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even grow a dick no more because none of those does will fuck him. So he just he just wanders around. <laughs> Turns into Caitlyn Jenner. Next year, he won't even have horns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so fucking dear all right. Jesus Christ. That's Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So when you There's watch a... our, so when you watch our videos and you see us shooting these, like a, you know, these little five points, little seven points, whatever, you know, those are trophies to us because that's what you we literally, yeah, you literally grow up and hunt them, and you literally, there's times where you don't see one of those caliber deer all year. D- dude, I've hunted for tw- like I said, probably twenty years now. I'm twenty six. Probably started hunting six, maybe seven. Um, my next biggest deer is a, a pretty good size six point for florida and this i mean he's he would score maybe a 65 i don't know and then you put your hands on something like i killed the other day and you're like holy hell yeah so this is what hunting is all about right here not that's that it hunting in florida but it's just a whole different you know we grew up just deer just deer hunting you know just kill killing stuff up you know you go places like that and it's you know trophy hunting I remember getting in the truck when I was, you know, 10, 10 years old and, and dad turning around at me and said, son, you got the green light tonight. And what that meant was 
any fucking thing that stepped out. Any deer deer that steps out, you are good to kill. And I remember just being the most excited person in the world because you go all down here, you go, you go all season and see about a hundred does and you don't see anything that breaks skin. You know, you're like, damn it, what the hell? So you get that green light, you're out there just like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're ready. And then you don't see a note. <laughs> and then you hear your uncle shoot four times, and you're like, that ain't good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Leave, leave it to I Uncle guess I know I'd be dragging that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get in there, and you're dragging till fucking three in the morning. You're like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> hey, Uncle, uncle Dwayne, when it comes to deer, he don't snap branches off the family tree. He just saws the whole damn tree down. Yeah, yeah. Nope. He takes them all, baby. He take that bitch from mama to, to infant. <laughs> that green light, dude, is it's it's like music to his fucking ears. It's just and like, you know when you got that green light, that green light was given to you around two thirty, three thirty o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, right before you go back to the house. Yeah. So that's when you got your green light. Like, yo, we're not hunting after this. As soon as we get out back into the truck, we're gonna go back to the house. We're going back to Tampa. Yeah. So you get that green light around three thirty. You're like, hell yeah. Bucks game's probably on. You watch about all the way to halftime, and it's like, let's fucking go. Let's go slap something. Yeah, we're clapping. But, hey, I say, I say next time we get on here and we talk, maybe we should talk about that difference in trophy hunting in the Midwest and up north compared to swamp hunting down here in Florida and, like, just break it down for people. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree. That – you know what I mean? Because it, it's a hell of a, a hell of a difference. Oh, you know what I mean? You ain't going to see. Well, they are nowhere in shape or size similar other than the fact that they both have white-tailed jeans oh, yeah. in them. That is it. Well, that's that's the whole thing about blue cord outdoors. And that's really, you know, as far as I know, been the biggest hiccup. Because everybody's like, oh, y'all aren't going to be able to do it shooting, you know, not shooting these Florida bucks and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, I'm like buddy, that's what we got. We're out here doing it, grinding to shoot these bucks, you know, and now we're finally growing places like Kentucky and New York and Alabama, different states where they actually grow good, mature bucks. You know? And that's what, that's what I was telling you yesterday, Cody, when we went scouting is you got people like, if you go on YouTube any, and, and just look up people that are trying to do what we're doing here at Blue Cord and, and they wake up and they walk in their backyard and their average deer's a 120 or a 130 out in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So they, you don't have to know much. You got to know just as much as we got to know, you know, spray down, hold still, and you're likely to shoot a nice deer. Well, the deer that walks out on them's a 120 or 130, whereas the deer that walks out on us might score 40. Oh, yeah. So, or 30. You're right, right. <laughs> it, any, any, it, if it splits it, it's getting it here, bud. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. If I so, see a fork in the horns, buddy, you're getting one. That's you're, it. Hey, if you've got a fork, I'm eating. <laughs> and, that's, and that's not because, hey, we. It, I'm all for conservation and I'm all for growing big bucks. But down here, it's totally different. And, and, and for, like, big guys, well, just to throw it out there, like the hunting public, I would love for them, for them guys to somehow come down here and we'd show them Mallory Swamp or we'd show them some of these management areas and see how they do down here. Oh, man, them guys probably they would never step foot in florida sneak, again sneak up on a <laughs> kill like a hundred class eight point in florida i'd be like oh well, maybe we was <laughs> i feel maybe like we were wrong now turkey yeah. hunting's different turkey hunt's pretty good down here oh but... yeah we, we, we can climb some turkeys now i will say that we but yeah now. that's that's just the main difference like you know we're our our good five or six point is equal to your 
120 or 130 up there and it's it doesn't even make sense but it that it does to us because we walk miles we sweat the humidity's down here it's 95 degrees during both season and it just feels like you know it's more like 100 you put you put too much work into it to let any legal deer walk down here because you don't you don't you just plain up just don't see as many deer as you do up there and if you do and if you do they're illegal you can't even shoot them so yeah, yeah. You finally see something legal to shoot, you're you're clapping cheeks. Oh yeah, yeah, for real. I'll be clapping cheeks. If you ain't clapping cheeks, I'm just beating my meat in the stand because I'm so bored of not seeing shit. It happens. No, I know it happens. <laughs> ain't nothing better than a good mind bait. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. Well, hey, listen, Cody. Yes, sir. Hell of a deer, son. Thank hell you, of a deer. You, That's why, you know. Wanted to get the whole entire story. That's why even when he would tell me the story, I'd almost cut you off every time. I wanted to hear it full, full on and, and take it all in at one time. Uh, hell of a job, dude. Like you said, sometimes, regardless of how big that buck is, them big bucks, they don't really fall that, that quick sometimes. Oh, I mean, they, you got to be careful on pushing them. That's life you got a lot of blood. You got a lot of blood in them. You know what I mean? Oh, so. Yeah. Sometimes pulling out like that and just going sleepless and dreaming about finding a buck is the best way to do it. My biggest, you know, so. my biggest learning points or are points that I would, you know, pointers to give to somebody in this would be if you're, um, you know, if if you're getting discouraged, you're going somewhere hunting on a trip, you know, don't get discouraged. The last minute of the last hunt could be, you know, the breaking point. Uh-huh. And and number two is don't be afraid to back out. If it's dark, especially in the evening time, if it's dark, you're not sure on your shot, and there's low light, you know, don't be afraid to back out and come back in the morning because you're always gonna have you're you're always gonna up your chances and there's something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it was awesome, man. And yeah, man, it was you great. know, obviously. There's either going to be one, two, or three of us on this podcast every week. So I ain't going to say, hey, hopefully talk to you again soon because I'll probably talk to you later today. But, <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess, you know, from here at uh, Blue Court Outdoors presenting you outside stuff, this is outside stuff. Yep. So y'all we'll get see you. y'all uh, hear yep. from us later this week or something. Yeah, I don't know. Y- y'all get y'all get used to hearing some shit from the outside because that's all this is about. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait till I start dialing up my neighbor. <laughs> that's when because uh, that bitch is outside all the time. <laughs> I got some complaining to do. Come on. Anyways, love y'all. Thank y'all. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on Carbon TV officially. Catch us uh bluecordoutdoors.com. Get you a hat, get you some shit, support our life. And uh Hey, we'll see y'all in the next one. Peace out. Peace. All right, later.